0: My name is Roy Biancolana and I've got something special for you today and in next week's podcast. What I want to do is I want to try to simplify and identify the most important challenge that men and women have in their search for a partner, right? There are so many different perspectives. There are so many different angles that we can take. I mean, hell, this is like my 112th episode. So I have touched on 112 different angles that you can take or things that you could think about in your desire to attract lasting love, okay? So you can make this very complicated and very nuanced and maybe get yourself lost and confused in the process. So what I want to do in these next two podcasts is I want to see if I can identify the biggest challenge in a single man's life that. He needs to focus on if he wants to find a partner, and a single woman's biggest challenge. So, I want to boil it all down and I want to say this really is what you should be focusing on. Now, right from the very beginning, I want to say that this podcast is being directed toward men, but ladies, you should listen because. They are the person you're looking for. And the more you understand your potential partner's biggest challenge and what he's facing and what he's feeling, the the better you, you have an understanding of what your potential partner is going through and dealing with, the better off you are in your attempt to meet that person and connect with them and i'll say the same thing next week when i talk to the women guys that's not an episode you should miss because if you do know what a woman's heart is dealing with if you do know what she struggles with if you do know her biggest challenge you can do something about it 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 makes you smarter it makes you more equipped you know to to interact with and connect with the person that you're looking to attract. Okay, so that's the background that I want to lay. That's what this two-part series is about. Let's boil it all down and let's get really clear on what our biggest challenges are. Now, when you try to say this is a single man's or a single woman's biggest challenge you run into trouble immediately because not all men and not all women are the same right we come from all over different parts of the globe we have completely different backgrounds we're raised differently we've had different experiences we're different ages right we it, we're so different that anytime anyone says here is the truth about men or women, right there you sort of know, come on, you know, that's bordering on ridiculous, okay? So that is very true. And yet, I think in today's day and age, I think we can make a couple of generalizations. Given our culture, given the experiences that we are all living in and going through, I think that I can make a couple of generalizations that are true. Or at least I'm going to offer something that you should consider. Okay, I'm open to the possibility that you will say, okay, that's not my biggest challenge. I understand it could be other men's challenge or most men's challenge or, you know, I under, I, I, you know, as a woman, you might say, okay, I really don't need to focus on that, but I can see how other women would. It makes perfect sense. Okay. So I'm leaving out the possibility that some of my listeners will not resonate with this being their biggest challenge. But I think there'll be very, very few of you. In fact, I wonder if more than a handful of everyone that listens to this podcast would put themselves in that category. You are most likely going to say, oh yeah, that whether or not I would call it my biggest challenge, it's a challenge. Okay. So I like to make these caveats um, because I want to be a responsible communicator. I've gotten some feedback recently on some of my podcasts that um I spend a lot of time you know giving caveats and yeah buts and touching on a number of things before I get into the meat of the topic and some listeners have felt annoyed by that and you know have criticized me for that and you know that's all fine because they do raise a good point. However, the reason I spend so much time is that I want to be you know, a responsible communicator here. Um, one of the things that drives me insane is when people promote things and they overstate or they oversimplify uh, and they don't identify some of these things because when I hear people doing that, I just tune them out. They lose all credibility when they don't speak from reality and they don't acknowledge some of the pitfalls and some of the ways things can be misunderstood. So I will continue to um, let you know that I have thought of a zillion different angles of the topics I'm sharing and that I've put great thought into how it could be misunderstood or how it could trigger a listener and and so I always want to touch on those things to create a connection with my audience so that you understand where I'm coming from and you're really in a place to be open and listening. Because for instance, you can turn on the television, you can turn on the radio and you will see weight loss commercials that promise that you can lose 10 pounds in a week. They promise that you can lose 40 pounds in a month. Okay, anytime I hear stuff like that, not only do I tune them out, but I put them in the category of charlatans. It's just not true. You can't lose 10 pounds in a week. Not 10 pounds of fat. You can lose 10 pounds of water and different things, but that's phony weight loss, right? And anyone who knows proper diet, nutrition, fitness knows that those, those are outrageous statements designed to mislead people and to speak to people's naivete, and to take advantage of them. So when they don't speak reasonably and address the various issues in weight loss, then I don't even take them seriously. And you ought to feel that way about people talking about your love life. When they're making claims that you can find a person, you know, within within four weeks, you will be with the love of your life, or they make some sort of promise that, you know, they have the piece of information that no one 's ever thought of, and if you buy their program, you will get this kind of secret wisdom that 's been hidden from the the ages and you know they somehow found it uh you know buried in the you know in the tomb somewhere in egypt, and they 've got this you know secret to life okay you ought to be really skeptical of that kind of stuff so That's just me taking a moment to address why I do what I do and why I spend so much time laying a proper foundation for us to have a real, you know, intellectually sound, consciously motivated conversation about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. All right. So having laid that foundation, let's jump in. I want to talk. To the men and ladies, men, I want you to be eavesdropping here. I want to talk about a single man's biggest challenge in their pursuit of intimacy, in their desire to attract a partner. Now, let me tell you what the biggest challenge is not that most men think it really is. Most men think it's a number of things. you ask men, what is your biggest challenge in meeting someone? They're going to say, first of all, they're going to say, the biggest challenge is where do I go or how do I find the kind of woman that I'm interested in? Okay. So men think the biggest problem is in locating the woman, identifying her. So, you know, you're in this camp when you think my challenge is like, which dating site should I use? which dating site has more of the kinds of women that I'm interested in, right? I just had a conversation with someone who is you know, a vegan and they're, they're into that kind of lifestyle and they were interested in working with me and they were like, well, I'm hoping you can tell me some good vegan dating sites. And I'm like, not only do I not do that, But that isn't where your attention should be placed. (laughs) Your attention should not be placed if you're a man or a woman. Like, where do I go? How do I attract? How do I find the person? So single men, very often when they're asked what's the biggest challenge is, they're going to locate the biggest challenge as outside of them. Where do I meet her? Where do I go? How do I approach? What do I say? How do I flirt? Okay, that's one. That ain't it, guys. Okay, that ain't it. The second thing is many men will say my biggest challenge is I don't make enough money. I'm not as successful enough. Um, I, 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 I don't have a position or power or a stature to attract the kind of woman that I want to be with. Okay? Okay. Now, I'm not saying that isn't a challenge, and I'm certainly not saying that women are not very interested in how much money you make and how much money you have and how much security you can provide. I'm not saying that they should be focused on that. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that is a reality because I talk to women all the time, and a lot of women do Want that they they are very concerned. Even if they make a lot of money themselves, they they still want to find a person that makes more than them. Okay, so it's very easy for a man to say, "Well, my biggest challenge is you know, I'm, I'm a third grade teacher. I'm a, I'm a great guy. Um, I really want to be with a woman and enjoy life and have a family with her. But you know, I only make seventy five grand a year, and most women, when they find out what I do, they just go next, right? That isn't your biggest challenge. For one thing, it's not something that you can address and change immediately, right? Maybe you want to change your career. Maybe you want to do something to better yourself financially. I wouldn't encourage you to think about doing that so that you can get a woman because that's not the basis of a healthy connection that. She loves you because you you have a certain lifestyle that you can provide. That will never last, okay? Or if it does, you're just creating simple codependence, okay? But you can do things to better your career and your financial status and all that kind of stuff. But that isn't a challenge that you can fix right away. The biggest challenge that a single man needs to focus on is something you can do right now. Same for the women next week. It is something that you can do right now. You you, may, you you both may need some help or some coaching, you know, to work on this issue. But it is something that you can make drastic improvements on immediately, and see drastic improvements in your results. Because that's what I'm what I'm suggesting here is when you when you identify and understand a man's biggest challenge, and then you make changes in that immediately, you will see the women in your life and the women you're interacting with, you will see everything get better immediately. And the same for next week with the women. Once you know what your biggest challenge is and then you begin to deal with it, you are going to see results change immediately in the way you're experiencing men, and the way your relationships go, okay? So I really want you to know that there is an immediate payoff for identifying your biggest challenge and dealing with it, okay? But for a guy, it is not, where do I find her? It is not your money. It is not anything like that. Your biggest challenge as a man, as a as a man, is that you don't create clarity for your relationship. Now I'm gonna to try to find a number of different ways to say this, but guys, your biggest challenge is to create clarity with a woman. And what I mean by that is you have to be clear on what you want. You have to be clear on how you feel about a certain woman. And you have to be clear that she knows exactly where you stand and what you want and what you feel and what direction you want to go. This is a huge challenge for men. Not only to know who they are, what they want, what they feel, but it's a huge challenge to have the balls to clearly look a woman in the eye and say, here's how I feel about you. Here's where I want our relationship to go. Or here's where I don't want it to go. Here's where I see us going. It is It is the masculine's responsibility to know where he wants to go and let the woman know what he's up to. Guys, if you can be clear with a woman, and part of that is knowing what your truth is and then having the guts to actually let her know what your truth is. If you can create clarity... For a woman, your love life will go to a level that you cannot believe how wonderful it is. Because what a woman wants more than anything is to know what the fuck are you thinking? What do you want? How do you feel about me? Where is this relationship going? Are we friends? Are we going to be lovers? Do you want to take the profile down? Do you want to be monogamous? Are you interested in a commitment? Or do you want to play? Like, what the fuck do you want with me? Where do you want to take me? How do you feel about me? Okay? Now, this is me speaking for women. (laughs) Okay, This is me speaking for women to you guys out there. God damn it, would you tell me what's going on with you? Would you just be clear? Would you just risk hurting my feelings? Would you just risk that I might walk away from you? Would you have the balls to just stand up and say, honey, this is how I feel about you? This is what I want to do with this relationship. This is what I'm interested in. This is not what I'm interested in. Would you just let her know where you are? But we all know what happens in so many relationships is that boy meets girl. Girl meets boy. They like each other. They start to see each other. And that at some point... The woman starts to wonder, okay, like, uh, where's this going? Um, are we a couple? Um, is, is he seeing anyone else? Does he want to see just me? Does he want to be exclusive? If we have sex, what does that mean? Does that mean we're entering into a relationship or is he just wanting to have a good time? Like what's going on? And so here's what happens. Women get confused and they don't like it, guys. They don't like to be confused. They don't like to not know what's going on. And so what happens? They try to sit you down and they try to initiate the talk, right? This is something that we men dread. We dread a woman saying, hey, we need to talk. So what are we? Where are we going? I mean, uh, how do you feel about me? Women hate having to do that. They hate being put in the place where they have to ask, how do you feel? Where is this going? They hate it. They absolutely hate it. It's one of the biggest turnoffs that you will ever hear a woman describe is when she just doesn't know what's going on with you. And what your intentions are. And she has to know. It drives her insane, men. It drives her bonkers when she doesn't know. And she hates it even more when she has to bring it up. When she has to ask. I'm telling you, she feels like she's being the man. Or she's being needy. You know, she's having to initiate Most women don't like to have to initiate things. They love responding. They love to dance and let the man lead. But they really want to know, where are you going as we dance? Like, where are we going on the floor? Like, I don't want to just put my arms around you and go with you if I don't know what you're doing. So they, it drives them crazy To be in confusion, to not know what's going on. And it makes them quite angry when they have to initiate that conversation. So, men, if you never put women in the position of having to do that, you are going to be enjoying your relationships with women so much. But you have to have the balls to always be clarifying who you are, what you want, where you're going, how you feel. Here's the way I'll say it. If at any time of your relationship with a woman, from the moment you interact with her online, like your first message, your first text, all the way to you've been married for me like 15 years, if at any moment... That woman doesn't know where you stand or how you feel. You have failed in your masculine priority. Normally, I don't say things like that. Like, you are a failure. But I am going to say that to us men. That we have failed in our primary gift. We have Failed to give our primary gift when women don't know what's going on. When they don't know what you want, what you're really after, what your intentions are, what you're thinking. Our job as masculine creatures is to create clarity out of chaos That's a phrase that every man should memorize. And and we should really put that up as kind of a, a reminder. My job, my job in this world is to create clarity out of chaos. So when you're dating, if a woman ever has to ask you, if they ever wonder how you're feeling or what you're wanting or what stage, the relationship is in or what stage do you want it to be in you have failed because it is your job to clarify it's your job to be the one who proposes now think about this throughout history It's always been the masculine's role that when he wants to get married to the woman, he proposes. He gets on one knee and he knows what he wants. He wants to be married. He knows he wants her. He knows he wants to spend his life with her. And so he makes a proposal. And that proposal is... I know what I want. It's you. I know what I want to do with you. It's getting married. And will you marry me? That's clarity. That's a proposal. Okay? Now, we could talk about in today's day and age, are women proposing to men? Yes. That's fine. I would just say when they're doing that, they are in their masculine energy. Because it's the masculine that proposes direction. The masculine proposes developmental stage development. Our relationship is this, I'm proposing that we go to this level, that we go in this direction. Right now, most everybody understands that. Most man says, yeah, oh yeah, I mean, uh, if we get married, I'm very much going to, Propose to her. I'm going to ask her to marry me. Okay? I'm saying you have to have that mentality from the second you meet her. Because I'm saying that you are always proposing. There's always development happening in the relationship. So you not only propose marriage... You propose that we exchange numbers. You propose that we go on a date. You propose that we take our profiles down. You propose that we become monogamous. You propose that we meet each other's families. You propose that moment when you should meet each other's children, if that's the case. You propose to move in together, to live together. It is the masculine's job to be driving the car of the relationship. Now, that doesn't mean a woman doesn't have any say because you're proposing and she's answering. And however she answers, well, that then that determines things. If she says, No, I don't want to marry you. Then you're not getting married. Okay. So this has nothing to do with power or domination or submission or anything like that. It's just, it's your role to look at her and say, this is where I want to go with you. This is how I feel about you. And that can be, you see a girl at a bar and you start talking to her and you say, I really enjoy your company. I really enjoy looking at you, and I'd like to do more of this. Could I get your number? I'd like to go out with you this weekend. That's a proposal, right? It's very clear. She, there's no doubt that she knows you like her, that you like how she looks, that you like enjoy her company. You've made yourself clear. And with that clarity, she can make her decision. She can dance with you or not because you've made it clear. You're not playing any sort of game. You're not hinting at anything. You're, you're, you know, you're just saying, I mean, you're not being shy. You're you're transcending any fear of rejection. You're just saying, I know what I want and I want to get to know you. And then you, you make a proposal. At the end of that date, you're going to make another proposal. I propose we don't see each other. I propose I want to see you again. Right? Here's the worst thing that happened to you, men. Here's the worst thing. You go on a date and you really enjoy the person. You really have a nice time. Okay? And the date's over. The girl goes home and whatever. She maybe talks to one of her girlfriends or her sister or something. And how was the date? Oh, it was great. Um so I don't know. I I, I don't I don't know where things are going. I, I don't know if we're gonna see each other again. I I think he liked me. I, I really enjoyed him. I I don't know. You have completely fucked up if you've done that. If you leave a date with a woman and she doesn't know exactly how you feel about her, you have fucked up. If you leave a date and she doesn't know exactly what's next and when, you have fucked up. You need to leave that date and say, you know what, this was wonderful. I can't wait to see you again. How soon can you do it? And she might say, God, my work schedule's nuts, and then I'm I'm taking a trip with my friends. We're going to New Orleans, and so gosh, it's going to be two weeks. Fine. Can we? Can we make a date for two weeks? Right? She might respond positively or negatively to your proposal, but she is totally clear on who you are and what you want. She is not confused. There's no ambiguity. Now, this takes enormous courage on the part of a man to put his heart out there. And to say, this is how I'm feeling. Because listen, there are times in your life where you might simply not want a long-term committed monogamous relationship. You might only be interested in sort of casual dating and not making a commitment, having sex and just enjoying a woman's company. If that's what you want, tell her right to her face, make it clear. Hey, listen, this is what I'm about right now at this phase of my life. This is all I've got to give. This is all the energy I can expend. I've got responsibilities with my job and with my children. My ex is a nightmare. I'm not in a place to make a commitment to go anywhere, but I really like you. I'd like to hang out with you and I'd like to kind of just enjoy everything about being with you. In, in kind of a casual way. And then she, now you're clear. And she's either going to say, you know what, that's perfect for me. Because really, I'm not in a place to make a commitment either. So let's just make this easy. We see each other when we can. We we do what we want to when we're together. Perfect. Or she'll say, oh, well, I I appreciate your honesty. I really am looking for someone I can, quote, settle down with and have a family and go in that direction. So it feels like I would be just kind of wasting my energy if I got involved with you as cute as you are, right? And there's a lot of things, you check a lot of boxes, but a major box for me is that you want to be in a committed relationship and you're open to going in that direction. And now that I know that you're not, well, then I think this is going to be our last time that we see each other unless you change your mind. You know, you're really cute. So if you ever change your mind and decide, you know, if I'm still available, call me. Um, Right? So by being honest, you might lose out on someone. Okay? And we all know that we men, we know what women want to hear, and we can play them. And we can get them in the bed. We can take advantage. We can be men who are simply interested in hitting it and quitting it. But we can act like we are Mr. Casanova and we are ready for romance and and a relationship. And then, you know, the morning after you have sex, you're going to disappear on her. Okay? That is just the most worst awful karma that you can do. Okay? And we've got to grow beyond that, guys. If you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in conscious living. So you got to grow beyond that. And it's very challenging to live consciously because when you live consciously, you don't play that game. You stand in your power and in your truth and you say, baby, this is what I'm about. Take it or leave it. And some women will leave it. Some won't. But you are clear. You're not playing games and you're letting her know Okay, so clarity, clarity, clarity. If a woman is confused about how you feel, you have failed. Right? You've been dating for three or four months. And she's wondering, okay, like, what what are we? How, How do I describe us to my friends? Are we a couple? Are you my boyfriend? If she has to ask you that kind of stuff, you have failed. It's you that needs to be clarifying that. Hey, I'm proposing that we become boyfriend, girlfriend, and that we're monogamous, and let's see where this goes. And we take our profiles down. You want to take you wanna you wanna open a woman's heart and you wanna make her day. Tell her how you feel about her and where your intentions are, and so she can relax into that. And she can either Go with it because where you want to take her is exactly where she wants to go. Or once you clarify, she's like, oh, okay, we're not compatible because I don't want that. I'm not ready for that. Right? So women want to know where your heart is and where your head is. Now, this doesn't mean men that you have to tell them what they want to hear. In fact, it's the opposite of that. You might be dating someone and getting to know them, and you can tell they're already at that place where they could take their profile down and be exclusive. And, right, you know, depending on your attachment style, we move at different paces. The anxious attachment style moves a little faster than the avoidant attachment style. And in general, very general now. Um, the masculine is more on the avoidance side, just by definition, the masculine fears constraint and commitment because the masculine's priority is freedom. And so a relationship can feel like this is going to trap me in some way or constrain me. So the masculine in general is slower moving when it comes to commitment But the feminine's priority is the flow of love, the connection. And they can, in general, move a little faster, okay? Now, not always, because I have the anxious attachment style and my wife has the avoidance style, okay? So, I wrote a whole book on relationship addiction. That's how fast I moved, right? I met a girl and moved in with her in two weeks, (laughs) okay, (laughs) <laughs> that's a sign of not being very healthy, but that's a whole other story for another day, right? But my point is, regardless of all that, very, very often one person is ready for the next stage before the other one is. Well, guys, if you're not ready, then you need to tell her, listen, I just want you to know because you might be wondering um, where our relationship's going, you know, there is going to be a time, you know, where we would take our profiles down, where we would be exclusive and we would really commit to each other. I'm not ready for that yet. You know, I, I'm really into you, but I want to, I want to spend more time together. I, I want to feel us a bit more. And, and so that's where I am. Oh, she can just breathe with that. Now, she might be disappointed because she is ready for that. But she's going to be grateful that she knows where you are. She knows what's going on. She doesn't have to to wonder like, okay, so I'm kind of ready to move this thing. But I don't know. He seems like he's dragging his feet. But he doesn't act like it when I'm with him. When I'm with him, he acts like I'm the most important, precious thing in the world to him. But then I don't hear from him for a couple, three days. And I can't make sense of that. It doesn't line up the way he's with me. Changes when he's not with me, and, and I can't make sense of that. That is your failure as a man. Because you're not clarifying that with her. You're not letting her know when you're gonna to talk to her next. You're not letting her know that this is the way I live my life. I don't text all day, every day. I'm not the kind of guy who's gonna check in with you morning, noon, and night. I, I I'm just not. I get busy with my day. But don't misunderstand. That doesn't mean I'm not into you. That doesn't mean I can't wait to see you on Friday. But if I go a day or two and I don't text you, don't misread that. Oh, okay, good because I was sort of wondering. Because over here, when I like someone, I I want to check in. How you doing today? I'm, oh, I'm thinking of you today. You know, I'm uh, I'm sending you something funny I saw online. Right. But not everybody does that. But if you don't tell the woman your MO, if you don't tell her the way you roll, the way you, you want to make the relationship go, the way you're comfortable doing it, then she's left in her own head to try to figure out why you're behaving like you are. And that's what's going to kill your love life. Because if she has to figure it out, she's already resenting you. She's already mad. She's already frustrated. She's already like, what the hell? Okay. So there's already a problem in your relationship and you don't even know it. But you've created it because you haven't laid your cards on the table. You haven't told her how you feel and kind of how you operate and what you want. And here's what you can expect this week. What an awesome awesome conversation that would be after a great date hey, listen, this has been awesome. I truly can't wait to see you again. I'll be thinking of you probably way more than I should. But here's how this week is going to go for me. And don't be surprised if you don't hear anything from me until like Thursday because I've just got meetings. I'm, I'm on the road for a day. I've got... And she's going to be like, oh, thank you. Good. Good. Now I don't have to live in my head wondering what the hell is going on because you said we had this great date. and Now I haven't heard from you from three days. What's that about? Okay. So guys, <laughs> am I getting through to you? Your role is to know your truth and then to tell her regardless of how you think she's going to take it, regardless of whether she likes it or is disappointed whether it's a turn on or a turn off. There's a part of us guys, and this is true for women too, but there's a part of us guys that we need to say, here I am. This is who I am. This is what I have to offer. This is how I feel. This is where I am in this relationship. Take it or leave it. Not, not, I don't mean that in a bad way or an angry way. I'm just saying, this is just the truth about me. And I stand in that. And I'm, I'm okay with who I am. And I'm not going to change myself to get you to like me. I'm not going to try to be the man that I think you want me to be so that you don't reject me. No, I am secure in myself enough to say, this is who I am. I'm ready for this stage of the relationship. I will let you know when I want a new, another stage. And all my cards are on the table and I don't care whether you like it or not, <laughs> right? This is just the truth of how I feel about you and where I stand and where I see things going. And if that turns you on, oh God, we're in business. If it doesn't, that's that's okay. I guess we're not a good fit. So I hope I make that clear. I'm not saying to be pissy and be angry and be... Uh, arrogant and annoying. It's just sort of, this is where I am in the dating process. I'm, I'm not ready to be monogamous. I'm not ready to take my profile down. I'm not ready to meet your parents. I'm not ready to go out and meet up with a group and, and meet all your friends. I'm not ready to, to have you meet my children. That's just where I am and you don't have to like it i'm not you know but you can feel any way you want about that but that that's the truth that's just where i am right now women would rather be disappointed but knowing how you feel about them and what you want than feeling really hopeful about what's going on but but really not knowing exactly how you feel. They'd rather know the truth and maybe it's not what they want or they were hoping that it would be moving faster or in a different direction. They would rather know that than to not know and to be wondering, are you going to call me? How do you feel about me? Where do you want to go? So that is, that is a single man's biggest challenge to make clarity. Okay, now here's why it's a challenge, or at least part of the reason. Everything in your culture is telling men to be the opposite of this. Your culture is telling you to be a nice guy, to be accommodating. Your culture is telling you to be ashamed of your masculine truth and so you're not getting a lot of support from the world around you to encourage you yes this is the way a conscious good man lives he he makes clarity out of chaos he doesn't create chaos he creates clarity everybody knows where he stands they know his opinions they know his beliefs they know his convictions They know what he wants. They know what he feels. They know what direction he's going. That's what a good man is. And yet our culture isn't preaching that. It's not teaching this to little boys. It's not demanding this out of young men. Movies, music, politics... All the the gender conversations, everything happening in our culture is not sending a message to men, be clear. Don't allow a woman who is involved in any part of your life at any stage to not know what's going on with you. She's got to know where you stand and what you want. Because she wants to be able to move in response to you. And she just simply wants to know. Now, is this somewhat true? You know, in the opposite direction, do men kind of want to know what women feel and where they are? Yeah, but that's not a woman's biggest challenge. Women are way better, I think, at at this than men. (laughs) If a woman's not into you... you you're going to know. So so do men sometimes ever say, you know, I don't I don't know what's going on with her. I texted her. She seemed like we had a great time on the date. I asked her out and I'm not hearing from her. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So if you if if you're a woman right now listening to this and you're like, you know, I probably could use to be a little bit more clear about how I feel and what's going on with me and and you know, not not play games with that. But I'm talking, when I say clarity for men, I'm talking about initiating stage development. Being the proposer. I'm proposing we go out. I'm proposing we have sex. I'm proposing we date. I'm proposing we take our profiles down, be monogamous, meet children, meet family, move in together, get married. It's the masculine's role to propose and to move the relationship to the next stage but only when the man is ready for that you don't move it to the next stage because she wants to now you're out of your integrity and it's going to mess the whole thing up you got to be true to yourself first but you got to know that I'm driving the proposal car here i'm it's my responsibility to move the relationship and she's wanting you to talk about that. She's wanting to hear where you are in the stages. She's wanting to know about the next stage. If there is a stage or whatever stage you're in. <laughs> She's wanting to know. Okay? Have I harped on this enough? If Men, if you feel like, Jesus, you spent 48 minutes yelling at me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm speaking for women and I'm trying to to translate uh, their unbelievable frustration at men when they fail to do this. So I'm I'm sort of speaking for all women. God damn it would you tell me what's going on with you? And where what is this? <laughs> what is this we're doing? Where is it going? Like what do you want? Okay? Guys, if you do that, oh my God, you're gonna the, the benefits this is gonna bring Oh, some relationships may end sooner than maybe you wanted them to, but at least there's truth, but you are going to find a woman being able to relax into you. You're going to find that she's going to be able to give you her heart and her body more fully and more powerfully than you could even handle when she knows who you are and what you're up to. She feels the ability to open when she knows your clarity she feels like I can surrender like i can I can let go because I know what this guy's feeling what he's wanting where he's going, and it feels good and it's like oh I can just you know come up next to you put my arms around you and and you you're gonna dance me all around the floor I just I'm just gonna go with you because i I know you I know what dance you want to do with me. So you are going to feel a woman's full radiance. The more you have clarity of consciousness and you bring that to your relationship. Okay. Single men, your biggest challenge is to create clarity. And until next week, we're going to talk to the ladies And I'm going to speak for the men. Oh, yeah. No, I'm telling you right now, ladies, uh, you better be ready because I'm coming for you. I'm going to speak for men and say, what the fuck? Okay. And but this is all in service of you, because if you want a man to give, give you his full devotion, if you want his full presence, if you want his full commitment, then you have to face your biggest challenge. Now, as I always say, men, you need to work on this. Shoot, I know I did. I had to have a coach help me with this kind of stuff, okay? So that's what I'm here for. If you feel like, yeah, okay, I'm right on board with this, but I'm terrified or I don't know what my truth is or I don't know how this looks in my situation, that's what I'm here for. So, Roy at coachingwithroy.com. 407-687-3387. 407 So until next week. You've been listening to Attracting Lasting Love with Roy Biancalana. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with anyone you think might benefit from listening. Check out our website at coachingwithroy.com and tune in every week for more insights and wisdom on creating healthy, lasting, conscious relationships.